Hello and welcome to Comic Solving Problems. I'm Stephen Allen. And I'm Eric McElroy. Hello. Hello. It is, Hello. It is, it is so good to be here. Although, Steve, I have a feeling this might need to be our last show ever. Oh, why is that? Well, I mean, the show is about us as comics solving problems. But luckily, as we both reside in the United Kingdom, and today we've gotten a new prime minister and all the problems have been solved. I'm so excited. I thought the show was pre-recorded, so we don't know that it's Liz Truss yet. Oh, I think we know. We know. Because we're doing this on Tuesday and, and she she uh, won announced yesterday. on Monday. Yeah. yeah. So, but so I thought we pre-recorded we it before. Oh, okay. But we, I mean, we assume, we yeah. assume she's going to get it yeah. because the Tory party are racist. I mean, I, uh, because she's winning in the polls. Yeah. I'd assume that she got it and then she gave a speech where she thanked Rishi and then did a really long thank you to Boris Johnson for some reason. Yep. A bit creepy. Yep. And then paused in such a way that all of the Tory party members didn't know that they were supposed to applaud Boris Johnson. <laughs> yeah. That's my prediction. Guessing. But we pre-recorded this, so we don't know. She could lose. It could be a surprise. Boris could have won. Maybe he was a writing candidate. There is also, I mean, give it the next go round at this. He'll be back wearing a different <laughs> outfit, calling himself Joris Bonson. He'll, yeah. He's not given up yet. Yeah, I would admit. I mean, he's, he's, because he has like, you know, how many girlfriends, how many children, he always comes back for yeah. more. That's a mental image that we didn't need right at the start of the show. <laughs> <laughs> there we go. But are you excited about the prospect of a of a Liz premiership? I'm 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 not going to pass judgment yet because it would be harsh, but I've not liked I've not liked the vibe. I've not liked the fact no? that she's used the same skills as Boris Johnson. The the mm. why, who needs to tell the truth when I can simply say something patriotic and if you disagree with me, I won't let you talk down this country. Like this, what, yeah. eh? I, I'm all for free speech, says Liz Truss, and I will not let people talk down this country. Well, pick a side, because you don't get both in that. <laughs> it's not just the free speech that you want to hear. It's got to be the free speech of the stuff you don't as well. So bring back MASH Report to the BBC. Uh, I do. I mean, you know, in general, I want the country to do well. So I would have to wish a new prime minister all of the success. But the yeah. problem is, is that she has the attention to detail that Boris has but without any of the charm. Because he could bluster his way through it and just sort of blah, blah. And people go, oh, Boris, you know, but yeah. she can't, she doesn't have any of that. And she's just as useless. Did you not find a really, um, like, charismatic, charming, dynamic when she talked about pork markets? <laughs> oh, I love me a good pork market. It's <laughs> like a slang term for a, that nightclub, bit of a pork market. Pork <laughs> markets. Well, I thought that was, I thought David Cameron had the uh, pork, pork market covered. But there's the, yeah, he's. Yeah, in a different way. Different market. <laughs> different part of the market. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I mean, who knows? You're right. We, we should hope that it goes well. And I hope, I hope that there are some U-turns because I don't want it to be mm. stuck on the thing that she was clearly saying things to make the Conservative members vote. Yeah. Like, there will be absolutely no handouts. And already we're hearing there will be big handouts. So hopefully she lied to the Tories. Because really, you can't moan <laughs> if that happened. I mean, yeah. you know, you should be grateful. Well, I think she's going to do what she said she was going to do because she has such a huge mandate because in a country of roughly 60 plus million people, there were 170,000 Tory party members and 82% yeah. of them voted in the election and she won 57% of them. Yeah. <sighs> Although the argument about it being the, this prime minister picked by so few people, that's not mm. her fault. That's the fault of the system. You know that that's yes. the conservative way of doing things when you vote conservative. So yeah, it's our fault I, yet again. 
I didn't vote conservative. No, not at all. So at least it's not my fault. <laughs> it's not my so fault. I, I will it's have nothing to do with us. So that is a problem we solved by yeah. not voting for the conservatives. Yeah, that's how I do it. I don't help out at all. <laughs> Can't be my fault. <laughs> anyway, well, welcome uh, to everyone uh, to the show. I guess we're, there's probably going to be some problems left to solve, of which we're going to work on here. Um, join us in the chat, which is all on YouTube. Um, we're 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 here live. Yeah. In the chat. We uh, the chat was good last time as well. Last week I was actually live yeah. chatting in the chat whilst the show ah. was going out. I'd heard some of the jokes nice. before, so it was a bit weird, but yeah, uh, yeah I quite enjoyed it. Okay. So do that and um, subscribe to the channel um, if you haven't before. And if you ever at any point think, wow, these guys are really funny, um, you could contribute. Yeah. Shouldn't you laugh should, when I yeah. say that. <laughs> no, you should contribute something. I'm up for pennies because if, if every week someone would have given us a small number of pennies, yeah. if everyone if everyone would have given us like 10p every single week, by now it would have amassed something. Mm. But... <laughs> Yeah. It's not. And I mean, with the price of living increase uh, that's happening in the UK, this show is put out for free. Um, and so we're going to have a 10% increase on that. So the price up 10% is, yeah. is what you need to pay to watch the show. We'll do the maths later on that, but I totally agree. Yeah. yeah. Good. Good. All right. So, so uh, yeah. So what do we got? Well, the problem of this is where the show started. When COVID mm. happened, lockdowns happened, we were in quarantine and we started doing these shows. So I thought we'd go back to the old school ah. and talk about a COVID update. Okay. This is where technology meets COVID. There's a new COVID test. There's an app that can tell if you've got COVID by listening what? to your voice. Wow. Now, firstly, wow, that's amazing. Secondly, mm. I spent months cramming a little stick up my nose, and now you can do it by listening to the voice. I mean, yeah. I even did those ones where you swab your tonsils. I did so many PCR tests, I've now got the muted gag, gag reflex of an accomplished sex worker, so it's not all bad. But I just feel annoyed that I spent all that time tickling my own tonsils. And if you think we've had it bad, what about people in China? Because we covered it on this show that they started doing anal swabs. Oh, yeah. Now... Imagine waking up and reading that news. Like, what? <laughs> I had things shoved up my bottom like an accomplished sex. Well, same joke, really. But now it's, it's now it just means that there's an easy way of doing it. They can test just by listening to your voice. It's because it's a respiratory thing. And it's mm. great as long as the technology does not fall into the wrong hands. Because if it's on your phone, you want to know if you've got it, you test good. But yep. if people can start to listen to you at the other end of the phone call, like if you call up your boss and say, uh, oh, I don't think I can make it in today. <clears throat> oh, I think I'm a little bit worried it might be COVID. And they're just like, ping, it's not. No. <laughs> if I can't call up to chuck a sickie, I demand the right to work from home. They're a separate issue. Let's not think that they're the same. You don't know what I'll be getting up to at home. Um, so I'm also worried about this technology. It could, it could fall into the wrong hands. People could then start playing back recordings like we hmm. could play the audio in of us for the last two and a half years and worked out when we had covid oh yeah uh, it's not just your voice though you do have to give it some background medical information in fact here's the the thing you have to give it medical history smoking status demographics and record some respiratory sounds and probably tell it if you have covid or not but as long <laughs> as you put that information in it is more yep. accurate than the lateral flow test which i think is beautiful hmm. and i think this is the future this is just the way that it's going to go because it's so difficult to actually get through to see a GP these days that yeah. the, the phone will be your GP, which is great for people who've got a fancy new iPhone like you. But anyone on an old Alcatel, you've got mm -hmm. like three weeks to live. 
And <laughs> I've been in touch with doctors quite a lot recently, certainly over the pandemic, but even in recent times. I now live on the street next to my doctors. Wow. I cannot see them. And I called up about the lump on my hand. No, I called up and got through to like the call center, not a call center, but put on hold. One of those automated Mm. systems that uses the phrase, we are experiencing an unusually high volume of calls. And it says that every day. So quick question. How many days does something have to happen for before that's now the usual? Mm. Like, I don't say, you know what, I'm going to change it up today and have a cup of coffee. But Steve, you've had a coffee every day since you were like 18. Yeah, but before then I didn't have one. So it's just keeping it fresh. No, it's it's. how do you not know to employ more people to actually answer the damn phones these days? Um, so uh, I feel sorry in all of this for anyone who has to test themselves on their phone. But I feel the most sorry for the phones. Because phones were just minding their own business, letting us speak to each other. Yeah, they didn't mind mm. sending texts. And then we said, would you mind awfully if we put a camera on you? And the phones were like, yeah, why not? I'll take a selfie. I'll do some holiday snaps. And now they've got to get up close and personal with our rashes. <laughs> the poor th- I tell you what, if Skynet goes live, I'm on their side. I don't believe me. So, yeah, that's, the, that's my COVID update. As we go yeah. into the winter, you'll be able to just see if you've got it on an app. Ah. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I suppose that's good extension of the technology. Although to take your 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 final thought there about the fact that the phones aren't happy about having to see our, you know, our bits when we're sick. I wonder how they feel about the bits when we're not sick, but we're just dating. Yeah. If oh, they but like you'd imagine that. I think it's the rash that makes it worse, isn't it? <laughs> There's a yeah. material difference between a <laughs> genital and a rashed genital. <laughs> yeah. And you want to make sure that when you're sending those kind of pictures, you don't get them mixed up. Yeah. Hey, babe. To the doctor. Yeah. Look at this. Ah! Yeah, that's not going to help you on Bumble. Uh, I think or... it's amazing that, I mean, because for a while there were there were no tests for COVID. And then when mm. they started, like when I, because I, I had COVID before any tests were available and retrospectively yeah. did one of those antibody tests where I had to draw blood. I had to, <sighs> I had to give myself a little prick, just like a seasoned sex worker. I should have added <laughs> that joke in. That would have fit the pattern. Uh should have done. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll go back and re-record. Should we start over? Yeah. Why not? <laughs> that way we'll know what happened with Liz Truss. Then we'll. Yeah. Then it won't be. It'll be a surprise. Um, well, I guess. I mean, it's good. I mean, now that we can test for COVID like that. Not that anybody seems to care if you have COVID anymore. Yeah. But it is. It is materially different again because of the vaccine. Like. Huh. When when it was something when it was novel, no one had immunity to it, or maybe somebody. Effectively, you could say no one had immunity to it, and it was killing people left, right, and center. Different yeah. steps need to be taken. Whereas now, if you haven't had a vaccine and you get it, that's just kind of on you. That. Yeah, I, but you know, there's going to be some people get confused and try and shove their phone up their nose. Oh yeah. Oh definitely. That's going to happen. Yeah. So. It's their fault for buying those big phones as well, because those small little uh, flip phones you could have got away with, but the big ones these days, right up there. I never understand that about smuggling phones into prison, because they make really Mm. small phones these days. You can get like really small, but the chargers have always been huge. (laughs) You you know the rest of that thought, but I just don't know. How do you get a charger into prison? You just let the cord hang out. Yep. You can just, yeah, it's the best bit. Extension. You time it right, yeah, yeah, and get it right. Um, well, I mean, that's nice. I mean, and the new vaccine's getting rolled out. I'm in the over fifty, so I'll be getting the new vaccine. You won't. 
No. So it's an under 50 year old. So uh, I'll let you know how that goes. Yeah. I, I yeah. It'd be good because my magnetism is starting to wear off. I noticed. <laughs> I mean, it's still pretty good. Yeah. But that's about as long as I can hold something now. So yeah, a little so I, I need a recharge. I need a recharge and I'll be good to go. Yeah. Get a recharge and you can stick yourself to the fridge for an afternoon. Yeah. Be good times. Good times. Um, well, uh, we, what, should we cast our eyes over the pond in mm -hmm. America? Um, my home country, I was just there, obviously, and rejuvenating. And, um, you know, we have had some problems with, uh, we've got midterm elections coming up, which is an off-year off election. So the president isn't up uh, on the ballot, but the presidential candidates are a big part of it. Um, and before we show this headline, just to paint a picture here, um, you know, if you hadn't noticed already, one of the political parties in the U.S. Um, doesn't believe uh, in the election result of 2020. Um, and so there's been some calls that, and they also kind of led an insurrection against the, the Capitol, which is the home of the, the, the democracy uh, that is meant to exist in the United States, you know, however good or bad you think it is. And so the current president, who did win the last election, made a speech recently where he basically called out people for being anti-democratic. And he recently also called them semi-fascists, um, which some people um, were a little bit upset about. But he, Joe Biden, made a speech. And, um, and basically, he's been criticized um, by the people who didn't like that speech for not the content of the speech as much as the optics, because that's really what matters in politics, um, which led to a lot of headlines like this one, um, where basically they point out the fact that he made this political speech um, and he did it as president, but he had Marines in the background. Um, as commander of chief, it's using the office of the president to make it, uh, you know, it shouldn't be politicized. But of course, He's been criticized for that and, you know, saying the whole semi-fascist thing. And so, of course, I could show you lots of images of other politicians, including Donald Trump and all the others standing there with soldiers behind them or police behind them or other people in uniform doing political speeches. And, of course, I could show you lots of clips of Republicans calling Democrats fascists over and over and over again. But that would just be pointless to point out their hypocrisy because it doesn't really matter. <laughs> yep. It doesn't matter. That's, I mean, that's really all I have to say on that. It's just, you know, they basically are complaining that Joe Biden is doing something that they do all the time. And they're the ones who are actually doing the fascist behavior. It's broken, <sighs> isn't it? Yeah. I just, I don't know. What can we you do? Are, we are comic solving problems, so you've got to at least try. I can drink. Yeah. That's all I have to offer at this stage for that particular problem. <laughs> that it would have been the matter. great solution. Every episode, we should end it with like, I guess you just got a drink. Yep. I guess, I mean, it's, I mean, you could make it a drinking game, I suppose, the number of times that they say, how dare you call us fascists? And then I could play the same people saying that, calling Democrats fascists. But the thing is, they are doing the fascist behavior because they're using the mechanisms of state to try and control people. Um, I just, I can't. It's broken me. Mm. Yeah. Shit. <laughs> just, just, just. Anyway, um, so if things are going well and the race, but the only good thing is, is that maybe, um, maybe some people will actually see that hypocrisy for what it is and they'll get out and vote. Nah. I mean, so everything else you said <laughs> made sense, but the last bit is getting crazy now. <laughs> All right. One can one can dream. I mean, that would solve the problem if people voted. Yeah, but again, that's a big ask. 
Yeah. You know, all politicians are the same. <laughs> that and is the one day sides. inability to do nuance, isn't it? Like one thing's bad, oh. another thing's bad. Therefore, they must be the same. No. I mean, like a, a stubbing your toes bad and being decapitated is bad. But you see how there's a difference. One party stands for giving people health care. The other party stands for not giving people health care and not respecting elections. Yeah. The actual concept oh. of democracy itself. Yeah, just let that But know, they're the play same. Out. They're the same. Hunter oh, Biden's well. laptop. Sorry. <laughs> I mean, they're still going to be talking about Hunter Biden's laptop when no one's using laptops anymore, because really, mainly people are on tablets. And at some stage, you're going to have to explain to kids what a laptop is whilst you're doing that rant. Yeah, my kids, Chromebooks. Yeah. They don't have. I mean, the good thing about a Chromebook, it doesn't have the storage space to have a bunch of incriminating information. It'd be in the cloud, which just would have made yeah. this so much quicker. Ugh. Somebody tell Hunter Biden. <laughs> um. So, shall I, I? Well, the next story might cheer us up a bit. Oh, good. Maybe. Um, this has been what's been happening to Leonardo DiCaprio, who's <laughs> split from his missus, ended a relationship a month after the lady in question turned 25. And that shows mm. that he is a rich person because, for the most of us, I think <laughs> if your partner was about to have a birthday and you weren't sure about it, you'd be like, let's get out before we have to buy a gift. Yeah. I mean, I'm not saying me, but some some people must have been in that situation of thinking, oh, I forgot to buy them a gift. Is it easier just to leave them? Like, mm. Questions like that crop up every so often. But he, no, he stayed with her until she was 25 and then finds that too old. And I think I understand why, because he, he just didn't, didn't date anyone over 25 years old. Yeah. And now I understand why he's so concerned about climate change. Because <laughs> most of his girlfriends will be living in this future with yeah. that two degrees celsius increase some of his girlfriends haven't even been born yet so he needs to protect this planet who knows however uh, people spotted that he doesn't date women over 25 i think he's he's missing out on a trick because women over <laughs> is your mechanical sorry. leg kicking in <laughs> sorry i'm recording today from um <clears throat> my whaling ship <laughs> and um there's been a sighting so yeah it should. I, I, he'll go soon. The 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 team's the team's about to spear him. All right. Good. <laughs> you in a workshop? <laughs> I know we keep buying new kit for our studios, but I've never uh, I've not bought a lathe, so I don't know what you why you thought that would be. It's useful. the recycling uh, collection truck. Ah, it, right. it, it's it's recycling day. So you're not coming live from Edinburgh, <laughs> this much we know. Yes, exactly. I am not in Scotland. <laughs> well, anyway, I'll plow on. Um, so the, the idea of not dating a 25-year-old woman is, is foolish. You're missing out, Leonardo. Women over 25 are great. They are much cheaper to put on the car insurance. And I think maybe he's too rich to worry about these kind of things. Um, but I still think he's missing out because, you know, the women over a certain age are absolutely lovely. And if you keep doing this age gap thing, Leonardo DiCaprio, you're going to end up with the problem of, of references. Like you'll say something to your partner and she won't know what you're talking about. I've got a bit of an age gap in my relationship, not the 25 year one, whatever it is he's, he's got. But well, it's 20 years. He's 47. She was 25. So 18 year gap. And um, I mentioned things like ZX Spectrums. My missus is like, what? So... 
he's got to be careful. He's going to end up dating women who don't get his cultural references. And for him, those cultural references will be the films he was in. Like the, the women he'll be dating will be going like, oh, my God, you were on the Titanic. No, it was a film. Oh, my God, what's a film? Oh, shit, it's like a long TikTok with sideways on. He's going to have a nightmare. Date older. But it's interesting that loads of people have been saying, like, oh, it's typical, isn't it? If a bloke goes out with a younger woman, it's absolutely normal and no one says anything. But if a woman were to go out with a, a bloke much younger, oh, nightmare. Well, let's take a look at some of the responses that's been happening in the media uh, over this. So um, this website, this news website, said, had the headline, Thank you, Leonardo DiCaprio. You've made dating much younger women embarrassing and uncool. <laughs> Ouch! He just wanted to end a relationship. But no, you've got to go in both st uh, studs high. Uh, in The Guardian, there was a piece, Leonardo DiCaprio, why don't you date someone your own age? It's really got that energy of, why don't you pick on someone your own size? Like the first question in the article was, is Leonardo, Di Leonardo DiCaprio turning into a creepy old man? Ooh, and you're the Guardian. You're meant to be nice. Other news websites gave us uh, the mirror, said picky Leonardo DiCaprio, bizarre 25-year-older dating rule explained by a psychologist. <laughs> he needs this level of help. Do we really need that much work to explain why rich person dates 22-year-old model? But, OK, maybe I'm sure it's really deep. And look, I'm sat here making jokes and I shouldn't make jokes because, according to this website, his relationship with younger women isn't funny. It's deeply unhealthy. Mm. Meanwhile, in the exact same week that 47-year-old Leonardo <laughs> DiCaprio split up with his 25-year-old partner, Melanie Sykes, 52, splits from 25-year-old uh, partner. And that's it. That's the headline. That's as worse <laughs> as it gets. And they say, yeah, it's because traveling back and forth wasn't uh, sustainable. Like, she split, she's, it's a bigger age gap. And no one even made the obvious joke about this gondolier bloke and her drifting apart. Look, what, what kind of a world do we live in where people aren't going for the obvious jokes? Ridiculous. Is that the boyfriend, the guy driving the gondolier? Yeah. Yeah, they met when she was on holiday. She paid, I think it was 72 quid for a, a gondolier trip. And yeah. Well, no wonder they're struggling traveling back and forth to each other if he's using that to get around. It takes ages, doesn't it? You should take a, get a, dude, get a plane ticket, splurge. Yeah, but um, I just thought it was great. I actually got the, the newspaper versions because I've been doing more research for various projects and all that. And I read that mm. going, wait a minute, no one's going to mock this age gap, but it's a bigger age gap. That's why we just, the assault on masculinity continues. I think it's more about tropes. The fact that we've all we've all learnt uh, this response, age gap, oh, men get away with it, but women don't. But actually, we've had that as a trope so much that actually it's flipped. The women do get away with it because it would be cruel to mock someone for an age gap. And the only yeah. thing that hasn't happened yet is we've not realised it would also be cruel to mock someone just for an age gap just because they're Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, I just moved the thing. Yeah, bring the headline back in. It's yeah. good. Wrap and it I'm, I'm aware that I also just did lots of jokes about their age gap. Because <laughs> yeah. it's funny. I mean, he's, he's a lot older. I I tend to date older women, which, you know, is interesting. And uh, it means that, you know, approaching this energy crisis um, is I'm in a good position because my wife is older than me and she acts like it's the Great Depression all the time. So uh, we're prepared. That was, was not the joke I thought you were going to do. I thought you were going to say she's, the menopause is a great source of heat. Like if you want to stay warm during this particular winter. It does help. Yeah. yeah. Well, the problem is, though, is that she has a hot flash and opens all the windows, whereas the rest of us are freezing because yeah. it's internal. It doesn't really warm the rest of us. We need to find a way of 
using that as a power source. Tap into that. Yeah. yeah. They did true. it in the Matrix. It must be doable. Maybe. I wonder if Liz Truss is going to offer that as a service as prime minister. Yeah. That and uh, pork markets. Although I think she's yeah, she's she might not even be in the middle. She's young, isn't she? How old she's is in she? Her 40s. She's is she 46? She's in her 40s. Yeah. I'm older than the prime minister for fuck's sake. Yeah. I'm not. <laughs> That's why I have to get my crappy old normal vaccine booster if ever they offer one to me. You get the multivalent one. She's not even going to get the booster shot. Wow. But you it's weird, it's isn't it? Prime minister, you get it. But like over in Finland, they have a young prime minister and she parties. And I would oh, put yeah. solid money on the fact that Liz Truss never parties. No. She doesn't even run f through a field of weed, I bet. No. Pops down the port market. <laughs> we should get that clip. I know it would be cruel to just find a clip of someone looking a bit awkward on stage. But, you know, that's our lives. So I think we're allowed to do it. Yeah, we look, some of us looked awkward on stage on Saturday, <clears throat> according to one <laughs> internet user review. Um, right, we've got one more story, don't we? And it is, yep. um, again, before we bring in the headline here, some context for if you're listening from outside the UK, everywhere is having a bit of a cost of living crisis, but the UK in particular is having a really bad energy crisis. And luckily, we have a, a new prime minister who's going to solve the problem. Um, but there's other people trying to fix the problem as well. And uh, it just happened this week on a television show, as we can see here. This morning, uh, fans were divided um, because they have a thing where you dial in and you spin to win, um, sort of in a dystopian way, where they spin a wheel and you can either win a thousand or two thousand or three thousand pounds or the TV show's really splurging and offering to pay your energy bills for a few months. <laughs> Brilliant. But it, it's a real, I mean, here's, we got a clip of the wheel that they spun, uh, just so you can see that there it is. Energy bills, a thousand pounds, energy bills, 3,000 pounds. <laughs> and they did this joyfully. They're talking to this guy as he won, and he won the energy bills, um, which, I mean, they're probably only gonna be able to do this once because the TV show won't be able to afford to pay the energy bills beyond <laughs> this. Um, but, uh, and I mean, it's it's we're basically it's, you know Squid Game level of paying our bills now. <laughs> Squid Game was not a drama; it was a documentary about what life is going to be like through this energy crisis. And uh, it's it's her. I mean, there there. I mean, who was the producer that came up with that idea? I mean, I guess it's, it makes sense. But then when you just watch it, it's just so like we are fucked. Yeah, I mean, next week is going to be like pay your your food bills your fuel bills or <laughs> if you want to if you want a new kidney that kind of stuff like oh we've yeah. got a diabetic on the line spin the wheel oh bad luck oh god they need to be careful if they do that game again next week they need to screen the callers really carefully because liz trust might try and call in <laughs> well, we're paying your energy bill for four months there's a headline that the united kingdom i think i put this on tiktok that actually she claimed Originally, the number was five grand, and I think it's changed since then upwards. But the headline that I clipped was five. She claimed five thousand pounds on expenses for energy bills. Oh, damn. I mean, that seems like a lot of energy. But obviously, going forwards, that's about a weekend's worth. If you pop the kettle on and not one of those newfangled Boris efficient kettles, you put an old kettle on and that five grand soon gets sucked up. Did you, because I almost dealt with that story today, Boris Johnson saying about kettles? Uh, I just, I briefly saw it, but. Uh, so the actual what thing. What did he recommend? Well, he used it as an example of why you should spend money on nuclear reactors. They're expensive now, okay. but uh, there'll be a saving in the long run. And said, it's yeah. like if you've got an old kettle, buy a new one for 20 quid and you'll save 10 pounds. Now, 
that's in context it's not ridiculous and everyone took mm. it out of context so we're going to do that as well because that you know it's fun the idea of saying 20 quid for a new kettle will save you 10 pounds a year mm. like we're facing thousand pound bills yeah which means because it's 10 pounds every year so in 100 years you'll have paid for this bill so it's not mm. that stupid is it and also it's 10 pounds per year per kettle so i've bought 100 kettles which means I'll be saving a thousand pounds a year, <laughs> and all it cost me was two grand. Yeah. So, I think. Yeah. yeah I mean, the thing is, sense. we know that Boris Johnson isn't going to spend twenty pound on buying a new kettle because he's going to have someone else buy the kettle for him. Got a kettle donor. Yeah. Got a kettle donor. And it is unique to this country as well that this, the crisis. People keep saying, "Oh, it's a global problem," but you know, in France, their energy bills are going up by four percent. Because they have this thing that caps the price. I'm not sure what you would call it, but mm. some sort of concept that could cap a price. And now mm -hmm. it's gone up by 4%. So yeah, that's going to hurt, isn't it? 4% ouch. Yeah. Whereas people over here, 80% is a regularly given figure about how much it's going to go up for some people. So my idea to save money is to switch providers to mm. one in France. I'm just going to buy like a really long cable. Yeah. And just trail it through the tunnel because you can these. I'm sure you can, and we that's can, how sure. I will be saving some money. Yeah, but also it's easier for them to create energy in France because ninety percent of their energy just comes from shrugging. Mm. Mm. <laughs> that's it right there. I just if, boiled the kettle. The rule is in France that all the people who go have to face east, and mm -hmm. then the wind turbines just get a bit of it. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Because that didn't seem it's much, so but you add them up. Yeah. Fueled by disdain. <laughs> if we could tap into that, we'd be rich. We'd be fine. Um, right. So uh, I think if we reach, we've solved, I guess we did solve some yeah. problems there. So that's good. Yeah. That's good. And um, uh, you're back on uh, The Mash this week? Yep. Film film on Wednesday. It goes out Thursday night, 10 o'clock, Dave. Doing some Very reading nice. out, wearing a different suit. Yes. So I'm trying to get back into the suits. So I'm, I'm used to being all suited and booted. You can button the jacket now. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. haven't seen me since the weight loss, since the crash diet yeah. and eating disorder. It's good. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing that the the diet, the diet that I use is basically. If I weren't intending to do it, I'm sure you could classify it as an eating disorder. But aren't all yeah. diets effectively that? Uh, no, <laughs> just mine. It's still could <laughs> it be works. an eating disorder, even if you're doing it intentionally. Yeah, but you know, I'm hey. thin. I fit in old clothes. <laughs> It's a short run, right? It's only like eight episodes. And I will be fat again straight after. Yeah. Oh, I've got a bucket list. And that's just an actual <laughs> bucket of food. That's, that's, Dan KFC. Straight. Anywhere that sells food by the bucket. That's the unit of You'll measurement that I want. Yeah. Good. That sounds good. Payload ships. But uh, otherwise, we should be back next Tuesday. I'll be having a second episode of my po my podcast is back. So if you fancy that, American Exchange. We had uh, SE Cup last week. Got Joe Walsh coming up this week. Good times. SE cup is okay, but I prefer a bucket. Food-wise, if we're talking a unit of measurement, an S, I'd have mm -hmm. an SE cup, yeah. Yeah, it's two with two P's. Two P's. Yeah. C-U-P-P. I don't really like P's, but if I'm eating all the rest of the food, yeah, I'll go for it. There's only two of them. Yeah, I don't mind then. That's all right. Yeah. It's a portion. One of your five a day. Um, yeah, and oh, the Time FM show. Tune in. I'm going to start oh, yeah. doing links to actually the ability to listen. I realize I schedule tweets to go out on the Time FM Twitter thing, and I retweet them, and there's no info on how to listen. So I think <laughs> I will correct that. I will correct that, that makes sense. Well, make people work for it. If they want to listen to you, they got to do the fucking 
Put well, it the in. podcast is available. I almost prefer it if people get the podcast. It's 10 minutes of just me chatting around stupid news stories every single day. And it's got Nothing something practice. like a 4.2 star out of 5 rating because nice. one person hated me. Um, however, <laughs> the podcast version of this, it's still, I went back in and checked, 5 star. Woo! I know, I don't understand either. The one reviewer? You know, it's three, I think. <laughs> uh, well, don't look at the reviews for Crack Comedy in Wimbledon. <clears throat> Someone didn't like the show on yeah. Saturday. But it was before, they left before we were on. We were both on the show. Yeah. And, the re- and they say in the review that they left before either of us were on. Imagine how we would have turned them around with our jokes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if it does zero stars on the website, but yeah, negative oh, well. complex I numbers. I didn't go to Edinburgh, so it's nice to get a review for a show mm. I was in. Mm, that's good. Yeah. Yeah. It's good. Um, and you can review this by going to our Kofi page. <clears throat> yeah. Give us one to five out of whatever, and we'll take all of it. Take it all. Yeah. Um, right. Okay. Well, we'll be back next week. Or whichever comes first. And until yeah. then. Bye. Thank you for watching this from Comic Solving Problems. And if you feel like it, go ahead and like the video. Or subscribe. Commitment. <laughs>